Alright, good luck, Here we go. Good morning. Today's Daf is Dafayin Gimel, page 73 in the Heiligim Mesechus Babakama. And we pick up eight lines from the top of the Daf. We're at the two dots. Tanan. We're up to Tanan. Now, we're, even though we're at the two dots, this is a Hemshech, this is a continuation of getting into the Kishkas of the Machlaikas Abayin Rava. What's Machlaikas Abayin Rava? So it's a Machlaikas that takes us into Meseches Makis and Meseches Sanhedrin. In that, it's all about Edom Zaymim. See, here's what happens. You have witnesses that testify that Yankul stole and then afterwards shechted or sold it. We'll see exactly what the circumstances are. So they testify in one testimony, multiple testimonies. We're just reminding ourselves now of the dispute. And then later on, we'll call it a few days later, they're turned into Edom Zaymim. Abayi says that the, the, they become invalid witnesses limafreya, retroactively. For the moment, even if on Wednesday, somebody says that on Sunday, they were zaymimin, imano ayisem, and you couldn't testify, then any, any testimony they've given Monday and Tuesday is invalid, says Abaye. Because it goes back to the time that you testified. Rabbi disagrees, Rabbi says no. It's from here on forth. Wednesday, you were, Wednesday the, the group showed up, set up and said, showed up and said that on Sunday you were Zayman. It's only from Wednesday on forth that you are Zayman, not prior. Okay, so we're going to try to prove whether Abai is correct, that they're removed retroactively, or whether Rava is correct, that we go Mikan Ulahaba. I am fascinated, by the way. Just keep, keep this in mind as we go through this sugya. I'm fascinated by this Machlekes. I... I Yechanan Kain Gadol, after 80 years, right? He, uh, yeah, so he became an Apikaris, they say. That's what it says, after 80 years. Does that taint his 80 years of service? During the 80 years of service, that mean he was insincere? Or was he mamish sincere, and then after 80 years, something happened? I find this fascinating for myself, and in how to view others' good work before things changed. Do you say that once something comes out, you go back to Freya? You go back to Freya and you say that even to an extent, not, see here it's fascinating is, the, yeah, is oh, good, beautiful. Good. So Baravinsky says, even according to Abaye, who says you go back to Freya, it's only Bishas Maisa, which means Abaye and Rabbah both agree prior to that, everything you could be makabel. You could be makabel something that came from a person who later on, but it, it doesn't negate all the good they've done. It's fascinating because we don't like doing that. It is interesting, no? It's interesting because you know, you, the world would be very different. How far back it goes? How far back it goes? Right, Pete? They're very from. We don't, they don't all like to buy our. Okay. Okay. Well, the, we'll call it the Velt in general. The Velt in general. The Velt in general. But it's interesting to take this machlekas and. Obviously connected to Hashkafa as well. You know, how to, how to view things. Okay, here we go. So, so let me introduce. Let me introduce this mission we're about to quote. Ruven and Shimon come in on Sunday and they testify that Yaakov stole. What about shechting or stealing? Let's say they testify on Monday that Yaakov then shechted or sold it. Same to Adam. Again, on Sunday they say Yankul stole. Monday they'll come in and say that he also shechted or sold it. So on Sunday, what did they obligate him in? Double. Kefal. On Monday, what did they obligate him? Dalit Vahey. 
comes along Tuesday and witnesses say, you can't testify about Sunday because Yimanu Ayisem on Sunday. Are we going to obligate them in Dalit Vehei? Or are we going to obligate them in Kefel? Because if you say that it goes back retroactively, so then their Sunday testimony already is busted, which means their Monday is not even effective. Maybe I don't obligate them in Dalit Vehei. On the other hand, that would be a proof you do go back retroactively. On the other hand, you could say, no, the reason why you don't pay Dalit Vehei is because since your Sunday stealing is out the window, he never shechted or sold a stolen thing, and therefore it's not going to be a raya. Or do you say, okay, so there's a lot of ramifications to how this plays out. Let's get into the Mishnah and try to understand the case. Now we're going to the Mishnah. If Yaakov stole, if, if Yaakov stole according to Reuven and Shimon. And Shimon, Reuven and Shimon also say that he shechted or sold. Now we don't know when, but they, they, they testified that he stole and then shechted and sold. And then they're found out to be Zaymim, they have to pay Dalit Vehei. Okay, now we don't know when, was it one testimony, two testimonies. My love, isn't it, says the Gemara, let's make an assumption here, let's start going through assumptions. My love, isn't it, she do Agneva, first they testified that Yaakov stole on Sunday. And then afterwards on Monday they testified that he shechted. And now, Levi and Yehuda come along, and they say, there's no way you could testify that he stole, and then, also they were turned to Zaymimin on the Dalit Vehei, so now, if you're going to say this is the case, this is a raya that you don't go back to Mafreya, because then why are you paying Dalit Vehei? Now, these are going to say, and if so, if you're going to say you go back retroactively, honey, these witnesses, Reuben and Shimon, once they're out the window, because... Their testimony about the Gneva is gone. Most of my retroactively, it's revealed. That when they testified, on the Shechting, they're already puzzled, and therefore you shouldn't pay Dalit Vehei. They shouldn't be obligated on the Kefal. Why are we obligating him a Dalit Vehei? So that can't be the case. Says the Gemara, Amri, they explain, I'll tell you what the case really is. I'll tell you what happened. Reuben and Shimon testified about the stealing and then also about the theft. But what happened was, first they were made Zemim on the theft. So since the, I'm sorry, about the, about the, sh- about the shechting. And since the theft is still in place, so we're going to obligate them on the additional two or three times because the original theft remains in place. Amri, they said, Saif, Saif, bottom line, Ki Hadri, um, when, when uh, we go back and, mit- and Mitazmi Agneva, and later on they were made Zemim on the theft, Igloi Milsa, it's still going to be revealed Later on, the The bottom line is, right, we want to know which one were they made into Zaymim first? The Gneva or the Tvicha? Says Gemara, well, if it's the Gneva, so then of course you don't pay for the Tvicha, because the whole thing never applied. So it must be that they were first made into Zaymim and Reuben Shimon made Zaymim on the slaughter. Well, even so, if you're going to obligate them an additional two or three times, later on there is Zaymim on the Gneva, and since we're, we're allowing retroactive, uh, retro, I'm going to make a board out, row act. Retroactivity, no, okay, <laughs> to to work. Atvicha psulim havei. They already posed. My misham atvicha. So now you should still be off the hook for dalit behei, because either way, no matter when you're 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 off. No matter when the, te- the the testimony on the theft happened, once that's gone, everything's gone. But once you already have a gemara din, mm. then very good. You can't un. Is the gemara say that? Tell me what you want to say. I want to say that they they were found to be zomimim by tefichah uh, mechira. Yeah. So based in Paskin, okay, you got adam zomimim, you are now you owe dalit behei. All 
All right, right. Close. Tomorrow, you're found out to be a Dimzomimim for the Geneva also. So it has no impact on the dollar behavior. Because, because we already paskin, already paskin on the Zima. Good. So, yeah, Rabbi Ravin? works, I don't know. Okay. So, that's not what the Gemara is going to answer, but let's explain Rabbi, what Rabbi Ravinsky wants to bring out. Rabbi Ravinsky wants to bring out is that maybe once there's a Gemara din on something, for example, the first stage of Zaymimin, even if you're, you're going to have additional Zaymim um, uh, come about later, you don't uproot, you're not Iker Hadin, you don't uproot the, uh, the, original, the original din. Now, in general, that would be correct. In general, that would be correct. There is a time where we are Iker Adin, and that is when the whole thing is based upon a mistaken premise, or if it's proven later on that the witnesses weren't legit in the first place. Okay, so in other words, let's say you have a case where... No, let's say you have a case where, where Bezdem Paskind, because they didn't realize that the two witnesses are craving. And then it comes out that the witnesses are craving. We, we do remove the Psaktin. So in general, that's a true Yisait. But uh, over here, if we're allowing the uh, Mafreya... So then, either way, there's Zayman, there's Mamish puzzle. Let's just keep this simple. The cases where there was one set, uh, there was one group that said they were both, um, that uh, Yaakov both uh, stole it and shechted it at the same time. And, uh, and I'm sorry, the Levi and Yehuda said at the same time that Yaakov, that Ruvain and Shimon, where Imanu Yisem, you are with us, and you cannot testify both about the theft and the dal Hey, that might be the case. Okay, fine. Says Gemara. Bottom line is, we don't have a challenge on Abayi Rava, and we're we're left with this dispute again. Abayi says that when uh, when Adam are made into Zaymim and it goes back Lamafreya from the time that they testified, and anything in between is not valid. And Rava says it's Mikanu Lahaba Lema Kitanoi. Let's say Machlekas Abay and Rava, these Heligit cousins, Amairaim, is actually previously based upon a Machlekas Tanoim. How so? Here we go. Two people testify that Yaakov stole, and they also te- and, and they testify that he, that he shechted it. Okay? Now, it seems it's the same group. And now we make them Zaymimin on the Geneva. What's the halacha? Eidos. Once part of your testimony is out the window, the entire testimony is out the window. Why is the whole thing out the window, by the way? I'll tell you why. Because you can't testify about the Tvicha and Mechira if you don't know that it was stolen. Because it could be his own animal that he was Tabachumachar. So again, two witnesses say we saw him steal it and then shecht it. Once they're proven false on the theft, they have no opening on the shechting. Because even if they're right, it could be his. So you're not obligating anything. Okay. However, huzmu ala tvicha. Let's say they were made zaymim on the tvicha, on the slaughtering. Then hu misham tashlumei kefav, hu misham tashlumei so and the Ganav is going to pay double because that still remains in place. They're going to have to pay the additional three because they were busted on the on the Tabachumacha. I'm Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi says again, this is a price of Tanaim. Here we go. Zot Rabbi Yaisi, Ahmed, Varmamurim. When is this halacha hold true? Bishtei Eiduyes. That's when you have two Edim. Now, what does that mean? Shtei Eiduyes. Not so clear. The Gemara is going to going to have to get into this. How would you translate Shtei Eiduyes? 
testimonies? Two testimonies. Which either could be the same two witnesses are testifying at two different times. <clears throat> one about the theft, one about the Tabachu Machar. Or it could be there's two separate sets. So we'll have to clarify this. So when do we say the Shuvah Shtei Eduyes? Whatever that means. If there's one testimony, we're going to say, <clears throat> then we agree once part of their testimony is uprooted, the entire thing becomes uprooted. Let's clarify this. My that this question, by the way, again, this Leima Kitanoi, we're trying to see, again, is the Machlekes of this Brisa going to be the same as Abayin Rav? It's going to take us all the way to Amad Beis. So we're building up to this question. My what does it mean that there's two sets, uh, that there's two testimonies? And what does it mean one testimony? If it means two sets of witnesses, like there's mamish two groups. So you have Reuven and Shimon say Yaakov stole. Levi and Yehuda said Yaakov shechted. And be'edus achas. And what does one testimony mean? Bekat achas. It means we're just dealing with Reuven and Shimon. And they come in and they say Yaakov stole. And then they come in later and they say Yaakov shechted. If that's the case, that we mean. Vamar says in that case, be'edus achas, bekat achas, Then Rebbeisi means... If you have one set of witnesses, we'll call them Reuven and Shimon, and they're giving multiple testimonies, once they testify about the theft, then they testify about the shechting, once they're, once they're made zaymimim on the shechting, even though it was stage two, and you'd say the theft remains in place, maybe we'll say, well, the, 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 the stealing is an additional, st- I'm sorry, the slaughtering is an additional step to the story of stealing. Again, because you can't testify about slaughtering, if you don't know that it was stolen, right? Otherwise, the guy's just making a barbecue in his backyard. And therefore, it's all one Misa. And Rabbi Yassi is going to say, once you're busted from one part of your story, the other part of your story is out the window too. So now they're made. Where do, you, where do you find such a thing? Where, do you, where are you coming from to say that just because they lied about one testimony means they lied about the, 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 the theft? The theft happened even prior. Now, this goes back to what Rabbi Ravinsky pointed out when I said, you know, you learn the hashkafa from this. What the Gemara is bothered by from is you can only look at the, the time that you saw them sin. If, what about testimony that's prior to that? Mehechetesi, that, that apostles the whole thing up. Who says to go even further back? So it's got to be, what does it mean, it means, one set of, one set of witnesses, that are showing up as if they're two sets. What does it mean? It's the same people, Reuven and Shimon, showing up as if they're two sets. What does this mean? Says the Gemara, Kat achas So you Reuven and Shimon, but they're coming in at two separate times, one after another. First they're testifying about the theft, and then they're testifying about the about the slaughtering. But let's say you have Reuven and Shimon, and, and within the same testimony they're saying, Yaakov stole and Yaakov shechted. It's all one thing. Why? That um, the in, once they're made huzam on the tabachu machar, they're going to be huzam on the entire thing. Okay, that's what it means. Eidu shabat lemekzasa, bat la kula. Says the Gemara. V'savrua dekuli yamo teichel yidibur kidibur dami. One second. One second. So now let's pause. How are we trying to establish the case of the fear of Yaisi? What's the story? Reuben and Shimon walked into Bezin. They said, Yaakov stole and shechted and sold it. Comes along Edom Zaymim and they, they say, you, you can't say Yaakov shechted and sold it. Says the Gemara, what? What does that mean? 
does that mean? They came in at one time. They said the two things, Teich Dibur. means it was one phrase. Right? How do you literally translate this? Within Teich, within the, the, the amount of time that it's possible to talk. Right? Three seconds. That's how, that's how we pass it, right? When you do something, Teich Dibur, it's all considered once one uh, one thing. We do this, practically speaking, probably the most common time for some people is by Hilchas Brachas. Somebody makes a mistake in how they end the bracha. Huh? Somebody makes a mistake in how they end the bracha. So you do Teich Dibur, it's within, uh, you know, a couple seconds. So it, it's okay. The, the end of the bracha is still uh, is still connected. Says more my Maybe so. Isn't this what the source of the machlekes tanoim is? And here we go. Now are, the Gemara is going to build up to how this fits back in with Abayin Rava. So what? From here on forth, the kivon the meahi shaita commits meatvicha, and from the moment they become edom zaimim on the shechting, what's going to happen? And since from the time we found them to be liars, Zaymamin, so so uh, we're gonna passle up anything they bring to the table according to Rabbanan. So on the Tvicha, they're made into Zaymim, But on the theft, which the the uh the second group didn't say Imanu Ayisim with about the se- the theft. They weren't Zaymimim, and therefore says the Rabbanin should still pay double, still pay kefel on the theft, even though it was mamish like at the same testimony. Rabbi says, no, you go back lemafreya. So what? You go back retroactively. The kibon and since the miad since as soon as they testified, this was sheker. It was false. Everything was done within one phrase, within one statement, and therefore you cannot divide it. So it's interesting. Like, can you divide, you know, one sentence and get lumdish with, uh, with, with uh, you know, you said he stole it and shechted and sold it. Can I come make them say I'm part of it or the entire thing? The Rebbeisi says that it's, you got to go on the entire thing. It's it's all one statement. See, it's either it's all it's all or nothing over there. Huh? Yeah. That when you quote somebody, you got to get the context. You can't just lift out. Right. Right. Very good. Very good. Amri, they said. One second. Right now, we want to come ahead. We want to go ahead and say the machlekes Abayin Rava is machlekes Rabban and Rabbi In that, let's just talk this out. In that, Rabbi holds like Abaye that Edom Zaymim are posmikan lahaba, and the Rabbanan hold like Rava. I'm sorry that it's that it's posle mafreya. Rabbi holds like Abaye is posle mafreya, and the Rabbanan hold like Rava that it's mikan lahaba. Amri, they said, no, not necessarily the same. Maybe we could say, everybody holds, the teich de dibur is dibur. It's all one thing. And everybody's going to agree that if you're made zaymimim on part of the statement, you're made zaymimim on the entire statement. Rather, we'll say like this, that the, the conversation is not about lemafreya. The conversation is within the parameters of Teich Kedei Dibor at all. Rabbanon Sarvi Teich Kedei Dibor Dibor, the Rabbanon hold that if you have two separate statements that are made 
within three seconds of each other, we have to view it all together, top of Amad Beis, and Rabbanon Sarvi Teich Kedei Dibor Lav Kedei Dibor Dami. Sorry, Rabbanon Sarvi Teich Kedei Dibor is Lav Kedei Dibor Dami. Rabbi Yisi Savar Teich Kedei Dibor Kedei Dibor Dami. Rabbi Yisi holds Teich Kedei Dibor is all considered one phrase. Okay, so in other words, like this, we said maybe the Machlekes Rabbi Yisi and Rabbanon is about whether you go back Lemafreya. No, maybe everybody agrees you do go back Lemafreya, and the Shaila is whether you could disqualify an earlier statement based upon of a later statement that was made, says the Gemara, one second. Now we're going to focus on, on uh, the, uh, the assumption that this is the Machlaikas between Rabbi Yaisi and the Rabbana. Says the Gemara. According to what you're saying, Rabbi Yaisi must hold that when you make a statement within the amount of time it takes to say a Dibur, that is Kedibur, it's all, it's all considered the same thing. Okay. But that's not possible because we learned in the Mishnah... Um, Somebody says, "Harezu trumas oila, trumas shlomim." This is set aside as a carbon oila. This is set aside as a carbon shlomim. Harezu tumuras oila. This is an oila. So I, I look at this animal. I say, "This is an oila. This is a shlomim." Uh, can't be both. Make it be mine. So says Adibir Rameir. Rameir says it's the first thing you said. Harezu oila, harezu shlomim. It's an oila. As Isaac Ramir. But, uh huh? What you do at the end is Megala with your initial. He's saying it's not Megala. Because he says, the second thing he said was Shlomim. He says it's still an Isla. Right, so I'm saying the other side. Right, right, right. Okay, Rabbi's going to argue on this. But says Ramir like this If you say two things that make no sense, basically what Ramir says is, here's Ramir's Svari, ready? It actually is Gishmaka Svari. Let, let me tell you how this plays out for me. Okay, no, no you, you're, you make plans. Should I do this? Yeah. Then you're like, eh, I'm gonna change it. And you're like, eh, I have a question on that. You're in a conversation, or somebody's playing with around. Right, your kids like, oh, I got you here, baby. You're like, okay, I'm going back to what I started with. It doesn't make any sense. I'm back to where I started. Right. Bye. Conversation's over. Either within my own brain, or with somebody else. It's I, I'm tough as lushin rishin. I, I just grab hold of my first lushin. Remember, says you said a razor oil, a razor shlomim. We're like, okay, dude, you make no sense. We're just gonna go with the first thing you said. Your first grade teacher taught you that. Why? If you put down an answer and then you start to have kavata, you're not sure. Stick with your first answer. Stick with your first, stick with your first answer. answer. Okay. Diver of mayor. Diver of mayor. Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yisrael says, "Mitchila, hayol v'yavshel l'kroshin eishemus ke'achad." Tovar of kayomim. He says, "No." Says Rabbi Yisrael, "Well, it depends." If I said a raise oil, I raise shlomim, because I really meant to say shlomim, but instead I said oila, sometimes you call your kids by the wrong name, right? You go through the whole list until you finally get down and you get, still get it wrong, right? So, but that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Right? Right? It was funny. My parents still called me Shmoli. It's funny. He's the, he's the oldest and I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest of three. We're like 13 kids apart. Like, Shmoli. Yeah, he's an What's the name? Okay. So Rabbi Yaisi, if that was your intention, so you go back with the first one, Devar of Kayam, then then Devar of Kayam means your your original words are Mekuyim. Your original words stay in place. Okay, now what does that mean? It stays in place. Says Rashi, you actually have to deal with both. You have to deal with both. You have to deal with the. You have to remove the kedushas Ayla and the kedushas Lam because because you're kind of stuck. You got to redeem it off and deal with it. However, Vim Amar Tumura Sailab, he said this is a Tumura for Ayla Vanimlach Vamar Tumura Shlamim. And then he's like, yeah, and I, I said I wanted to be a Tumura for Shlam. Raise Tumura Sailah. Bavinamba. And we explained Nimlach, if he changed his mind, Pshita, 
then it's obvious that the the we go with the first one. Okay, so why has he got to tell me this? I'm not a pup. Repub explain that that um, uh, Repub explain that Mishnah Nimlach He changed his mind and therefore basically says you cannot go back It doesn't change anything. So Rabbi must hold that if you have two things said we don't view it like one thing. We don't view it like one thing. But over here we said Lafira Biasi, he holds Tehdi, we do view it as one thing. So, I mean, so we would end up if you're gonna explain the Machlaikas again. We tried saying the Machlaikas is about Lima Freya and Rikan al Haba. Says Gemara, no, everybody agrees Lima Freya, the Machlaikas is about Tehdi Dibur Kadibur Dami. Says Gemara, well, if you're gonna say the Machlaikas is about Tehdi Dibur Kadibur, that means Rabbi holds Tehdi Dibur is Kadibur, but here you find Rabbi holds Lav Kadibur, so you're running to stop making contradictions elsewhere. Amri, they explain, Trey Tehdi Dibur Habe. There's two types of Teichadei Dibur. Alright, what does that mean? Chad, there's one Teichadei Dibur, one space of time, Kadesha Eilas Talmud Lerav, which is the amount of time that it says for a Talmud to say, Shalom Olecha Rebbe. V'chad Kadesha Eilas Arav L'Talmud. Then there's another type of greeting, which that a teacher says to a student, Ki Lesle De Rebbe, I see, Kadesha Eilas Talmud Lerav, Shalom Olecha Rebbe Umayri. When a Rebbe talks to a Talmud, about you talk respectfully, but you don't call him your Rebbe Umayr. Yeah, This is something that goes on in my house all the time. Last night, and I ain't, I ain't exaggerating, last night, between 12.30 and 1. Right? One of my kids is talking about my wife. Right? And she says, Her. So I said, it's mommy. And then we were still talking, and my wife said something about her. And she said, well, I thought you're not allowed to say the word her. I was like, sweetie pie, you're a her. Mommy is a mommy. End the conversation. Right? So, a rabbi, gives you the word, like it's a bad word. Like, all right. <laughs> what? Come to top just to know our families are normal. <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed to say the word her. Now, you don't call your mommy her. You say mommy. Okay. So when a Rebbe talks to a Talmud, a Rebbe says, Shalom Alecha. When a Talmud talks to a Rebbe, he says, Shalom Alecha, Rebbe Umaris. There's two Ketaych Deidibors. Right? And one's shorter and one's longer. Says Rebbe, if you say it, Mamis Shalom Alecha, within that amount of, of time, that is a, you are going back and we'll grab onto the, we'll say it's a change. But otherwise, Rebbe holds it's not. Okay. Fine. Now, let's just pause and take a broad view. According to this explanation, Rabbi Yaisi actually is not a contradiction anymore about whether he holds of Teich or Kedibur Dami. Because we're saying it just depends. Which means it is sensible for us to explain the Machlekas Tanoim to be about Teich Dibur. Yaisi holds it is, Rabbi holds it's not. And they're not necessarily arguing anymore about Abayi and Rabbah. Okay, so Machlekas Abayi and Rabbah about Eden Zaymim go back to Mafreya or Mikan Lahaba. It's not necessarily in line with the Machlekas Tanah. Okay. Says the Gemara Vaita. <coughs> Two dots. Almost right smack dab in the middle of Ayin Gimel Mabiz. Omar Rav. Rav says. Listen to this. Edom shehukhashu ulubasayif huzmu. What if Edom were made hachasha and then huzam neharogin? We treat them like Edom zaymim. Tachasha tchilas hazamahi. Chosha is the beginning of Azama that is not yet done. Okay. This is incredible. 
Let's talk. Let's talk for a moment. What's Hakasha? Hakasha is like this. Me and David, yeah, last night we took the Chavra on Zoom, now we're going to take the Chavra in Shul. All right? So David and I, David and I, we testify that Yanku killed. Ramatis and Rabbi Ravinsky come along and they say, no, Matis, uh, who, Yankel did not kill. You say Yankel did not kill, we say Yankel did kill. Bezin doesn't know who to follow. So what do we do? Nothing. Two against two. It's a tie game. And, uh, you know, if they didn't give up Psaki yet, the whole thing falls off. There's no testimony anymore. Yeah, no, gone. That's all. That's called Achasha. One doesn't override the other. So again, we testified that Yankel killed. You said, no, uh. Hey, Is anything wrong with what uh, are we Zaymimin? Do you do to us what we tried to do? No, we're not Zaymimin. We just best know what to do. Hey, Comes along Nayam and Yaakov. And they say, afterwards, they say, oh, you know, uh, Tendler and uh, Rosenberg over here. Imano um, Yisem, you were with us in Chicago. So now we, there was already Akhasha before our Hazama. So do we say that we're not Zaymim anymore because our testimony had no impact anyway? At the time that we were Hohozam, we weren't really um, valid or impactful witnesses. We weren't impactful witnesses anymore. So maybe we don't do to us. Or do we say, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Hakasha is Tchilas Hazama, which means that the first group came and weakened our testimony, and the second group makes it even more terrible, which means we can still be turned into Zaymim. Okay, that's the Gemara Shiloh over here. Right? Do the, when they make us Zaymim, do they need to knock off an impactful Edus, which we're not anymore? Or is it? No. Hakasha Tchilas Hazama. Okay. Amar Rav Rav says, How do I know this? The Tanya we learned in the Brisa. We know this guy blinded his ser- his slave's eyes, so a slave should go free. knocked out his tooth. and the master agrees. and it turns out that they are zaymimin. Okay. Um, now, one second. The master agreed to what? That he did it. And now there's Ayman. Are they an impactful aid? Not an impactful aid? So this is what needs to be clarified. Like, why are we mentioning here that the owner agrees to something? Okay? Um, you can still have Aidim Zaymimin, even though something's true. Huh? You can still have Aidim Zaymimin, and what they're testifying about could still be true. It's just that they were in Chicago and not in St. Louis. Yeah, okay. No, but what are they saying? They're saying, we testify about this master that he blinded his, sir, his slave or knocked out his tooth and the slave and the master says yes. Or I shouldn't say he says it. But, but Are they saying that they heard the master say this? Or are they saying, they're saying it's just an extra phrase that needs to be clarified. They actually pay the value of the eye to the Eved. You hear this? What's going on? If there's only one set of witnesses involved, what does it mean you pay the value of the eye to the Eved? I don't understand. He's going free. 
because of them, yeah. Um, why, why are they paying him the value of his eye? What shaykhis? They're here to benefit him. Basar demafgli lecheres na ina kabay shlume. Vaidam. Furthermore, de mekule yeved lerav bay shlume. They shouldn't have to pay the servant any value. They should have to pay the master the entire value of the eved because he would have lost his eved through their. The whole thing doesn't make any sense, right? Vaidam. Furthermore, shere rav amrakein. What does it mean that the master said this? Harav minechala. Why would the master say this? The master doesn't want his eved to go free. So th- this brisa obviously is cryptic. So Gemara now explains. Other love. Rather, here's how you have to understand the Bryce. Once we understand the Bryce, it'll come full circle. Two witnesses come. He knocked out his servant's tooth. He blinded his eye. And therefore, the master has to pay him the value of his eye. Two other witnesses come. And they say, First, he blinded his eye. Then he knocked out his tooth. So the evidence was already gone by the eye. And now he's a free person who got his tooth knocked out. The owner has to pay him the value of his tooth. Because the first witnesses go and they are contradicting the second witnesses. And that's why it says also, the master agrees to this. Why? He's happy with this uh, second testimony. Yeah? Because either way, he's losing his servant. Now the question is whether he also has to pay the servant. And the Bryce says that the that if the middle Zaymim are now turned into if the middle Adam are now turned into Zaymim, they're gonna have to pay the value of the eye to the Evid. Because the Evid originally would have gotten more money. Um the, the Ebed would have gotten more money by the tooth being knocked out before the eye as opposed to the eye being knocked out before the tooth. Because the assumption is that blinding somebody is a bigger problem than untoothing a guy. So if the, if the Evid really w- went free com- from his tooth and now they said that his eye was blinded, so now somebody's going to have to pay him a lot of money. But now they're made into Zayman. The whole thing's not true. Then so it's flipped around. So, so that's, that's what it means they have to pay the value to... Now here's how we're going to bring this whole conversation full circle. You see from over here that since the middle set had a contradiction from the first set, they were arguing, the middle Adam had a had an argument with the first Adam. So now comes along a third set and they say the second group was Zemimim. One second. Wasn't there already Akhasha? Why are we obligating them in anything? It must be because Akhasha is Tchilas Azama, Givaldik, Amrabai, says, no, there's no proof. Lie. What happened was, the second set actually wasn't just machish. The first set, they they um, they said that the the what you're claiming about what the owner did actually was the opposite. And in addition to that, First of all, you, either, no no difference between us. First of all, but we'll say we'll say it like this. First of all, you were with us in Chicago, so you couldn't have been in St. Louis to witness that. And second of all. We know that it actually happened when we were back in St. Louis, and it happened, uh, and it happened the other way. Bottom line is, if you could explain that that's the case of the Brisa, so now there's no longer a contradiction, or no longer even a discussion about whether Hakasha is Tchilas Hazama or not. Okay, we're going to hold it here because uh, we're going to pick up from Mamai. It's going to lead us very well onto uh, onto Amad Aleph. 
And Bezhem, we will pick up from Mimai tomorrow evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, ever.